My name is Sean Jordan. Welcome to the Adaptive Outdoorsman Podcast. Here we'll be discussing the history and legacy behind disabled hunters, trappers, anglers, and how they adapt and persevere in the woods, on the line, and on the water. Welcome everybody to the podcast. I'd like to introduce my guest, fellow singer, songwriter, holder of the largest white tail in the United States, and fellow Hoosier, Dustin Huff. Thank you for coming on. How are we doing, Sean? I appreciate you having me on, man. Yeah, it's great to have on. It's my first Hoosier, and I know we take pride in that. I uh, I go to a gym. It's called Iron Strong. And I asked him why he picked it, and he's like, a lot of people want to move out from this state. They don't like their home state, so they leave. And I wanted to showcase representation of that. And I'm like, yeah, I love being a Hoosier. Yeah, same here. I mean – I, uh, there's a reason why I moved back here, you know, because I missed it too much. Right. Now, you grow up in southern Indiana? Yep, southeastern Indiana, about uh, about an hour or so from Indianapolis, and then about an hour 15 from uh, Louisville and uh, Cincinnati. Yep, so you're probably about mm, two, three hours from me then. Yep, yep. Dang. Well, we'll visit eventually, right? Oh, yeah, yep. <laughs> Yep, hunting season comes along very well. Mm-hmm. Turkey <laughs> uh, and deer. Oh, I finally just recently got a draw hunt for reservoir land. Oh, heck and, yeah, man. Yeah, and cool. I didn't know about it last till last year. You, The only way you can get on reservoir land is by the draw hunt system. Hmm. And I thought it was, you know, public land, go on, hunt. But no, reservoirs are separate from... <clears throat> state land hmm. and which is hilarious to me even th- now because i've got roush lake reservoir uh salimony uh reservoir and mississinawa all within about 20 minutes literally roush lake is uh roush lake is 10 minutes from my house oh shoot so you ain't got far to go salimony is 15 minutes that ain't bad yeah and Mississinawa is a little farther, and Salamone State Forest, getting in access there, 15 minutes, mm. 20 minutes. So, yeah, I got a nice little plethora of places to go. Thank oh, God. yeah, but, see, what, see what's out there. Right. So, yeah, I know a few places for deer season. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, knowing that the reservoirs are only uh, draw hunts and the fact that Indiana has a draw hunt for birds, wouldn't even know that. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, right. So how long have you been hunting for? Uh, Well, I mean, I've been going with my dad since I was, you know, five years old, since I can remember, uh, you know, tagging along with him, going rabbit hunting, squirrel hunting, uh, deer hunting, until, you know, I I killed my first squirrel when I was 10, uh, then my first deer when I was 12. So however many years was in between then of just, you know, tagging along to the woods with dad. Yeah. And how when did you start uh, actually helping out with uh, firing the rifle or bow or whatnot? Uh, I was 12 years old. I, I got my, I remember I took my um, hunter's education, my fifth grade summer going into sixth grade. Um, oh, yeah. And that's, I passed it and then killed my first deer that uh, my sixth grade year. Nice. Um, and ever since then, I've been hooked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I took uh, hunter's education classes 
when I was 11 or so and Mm -hmm. passed it. And that's when I got my first shotgun, but then didn't realize that I didn't even need the hunter's safety classes or anything as an adult, because that's when I started hunting Mm -hmm. because I was one year before. Oh, really? Yeah, I was 85. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So what year were you? I'm 94. Oof. So yeah, I, I had to take it. Um, you do the online one? No, oh, wait, no, actually, you didn't do it online. You that was a long time ago. Still. Yeah, that was in what? Let's see, that would have been uh, two thousand years something. ago. Yeah, yeah, sixteen years ago. So um, yeah, it was. We actually had to go to the you know conservation club and had mm-hmm. a full like six eight hour day there. I remember I had to leave early because I had a baseball game, <laughs> <laughs> but I ended up passing it, so it was good. Yeah, I remember when I was uh, doing mine, this was before Roush Lake had their uh, gun range assembled, their outdoor gun range with, uh, you know, the berms and everything. It was dirt and, you know, back in the 90s setup. Yeah. Yeah, we were watching stuff and doing all that. And then we got finally got to shoot the guns. And I'm like, not having any idea how to properly hold a fire, a shotgun. Mm-hmm. And it's like firing wildly. And it's like, yep. <laughs> Yeah, but then I got a hold of like the little nine millimeter shoot, shoot, shoot proper. And then I'm like, oh, that's easy. A revolve, big old revolver. What the heck? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, then Christmas came along and me and my stepbrother got a uh, New England firearms Patriot single uh, shot break action 20. Oh, hell yeah. And that is the first, that is the firearm I used to shoot my first deer. That's cool. That I, lo- that I lost. And you lost it? I was 29. I be- no, 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 I was 30, actually. Yeah, it was the year after my son was born. And I was 30, and I just decided to go hunting with my father-in-law to bond with him. And, yeah, put it flat on his back and then miss- messed yeah. up and didn't know what I was doing. Dang. So, yep, I learned since then. Oh, yeah, it happens. Right. So you going turkey hunting this year? Yep. It'll be my first year turkey hunting. I ne- I've never been a turkey hunter. Uh, you know, dad never was a turkey hunter. So um, it's just something I never really got into until, you know, my buddy started telling me like, dude, you got to go, man. Then I picked up this place and I'm like, man, I'm going to, I'm going to go this year. We've had turkeys all over and yeah. uh, take my, take my nephew out on youth weekend and then try yeah. to kill one get him to kill one and hopefully I'll kill one on opening uh, whenever it comes in on what that Thursday or whatever day. It yeah. Is. Yeah. I know uh, that I'm going to say it. Don't break a foot or a leg. That's what I did the first year. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> broken metatarsal. But this is third year, third time's a charm. I hope mm-hmm. I got literally the fifth through the seventh. So I get to go on there. I got to, I can set up shop. I got to be out by one, which I'm assume, which from what the trooper, uh, not the trooper, the DNR officer told me is the mushroom hunters come in around one. Okay. So get out when you can. It's that stuff. May 5th. So yeah, get in, get out and call it a day. Hopefully, hopefully bag you a turkey on the way out. <laughs> yeah. That, that'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Cause I've seen some nice mounts or fan mounts I want to use. Yeah. Same here. <laughs> yeah. So when did you start deer hunting uh, properly? Uh, you said 12, right? Or 12, was that yeah. just for small game? Yeah. 
small game. Uh, I remember I killed my first. When I was ten years old. I was using my dad's uh, lever action Marlin twenty two that he gave me, and uh, killed a lot of deer with that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I took my son recently hunting last year for uh, in this past season for b- rabbit and squirrel which was I fun for both of us. I know that. Mm-hmm. And so hopefully this year we're going to do a little bit more. And when did you start getting into singing and songwriting? I know we're going to jump to singing and songwriting. I want to get back into hunting a little bit, but yeah. Uh, when did you start getting into singing and songwriting? Uh, see, I, so I started playing guitar whenever I was, about 12 also because my dad was in a band for you know seven eight years i remember traveling with him and or just you know his band would be in the basement you know practicing and i was always down there hanging with them and uh so dad taught me how to play when i was 12 um you know taught me four or five chords and then i just kind of by 14 15 i was you know writing my own songs and just learning other cover songs and um, yeah. And then I didn't move to Nashville till my senior year, right after my senior year of high school. Oh, so yeah, you went down to Nashville, didn't said uh, to heck with college. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the teachers and my mom thought I was crazy. Still, <laughs> they still do. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how what happened when you we were down in Nashville? Well, uh, I mean, other I got, than do what do you, what do you mean like? Uh, like, uh, so how did, uh, I know I have a word fun. Uh, so how did you progress through Nashville? What steps do you go to where you're at now in terms of your singing and songwriting? Man, it was just, uh, pretty much just shaking hands with people. Um, you know, you, the only way to really, you know, get, get to the next level down there is really going out and shaking hands and making contacts. Cause I mean, everybody's good. Everybody is, you know, moved mm-hmm. down there because they're the, you know, they're they're a good singer songwriter or you know, uh, entertainer. Um, so you just got to kind of go out and shake hands, and you know, you got to have that going out personality. And just I think that kind of got me in a lot of groups that you know maybe I wouldn't have been in if I wouldn't have been going out and mm-hmm. you know raising hell at the bars or whatever it was, you know, or playing, playing open mics and just stuff like just always being in the mix of things got me to, inter, you know, introduce me to a lot of people. Yeah. How did you meet Luke? One of them bar nights, man. Uh, it was at Tin Roof. It was called Tin Roof Revival. It's a big songwriter uh, showcase bar. down there that we play. And um, he was playing it one night. He wasn't even moved into town yet. I, I had just moved there probably about eight months or so to a year. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was coming into town. So I would see him at the bars every now and then. And then that night he was playing. I went up and I was just like, hey, man, you sounded great. I've been watching you on YouTube, man. Awesome. He gave me his card. Um, ever since then, we've just, you know, hit it off and been been buddies ever since then. I still have his business card that he gave me, too. <laughs> nice. Yep. You ever collaborate with Luke? Shoot, I'd like to. I mean, we used to write uh, whenever I, you know, whenever he first moved to town and he was looking for writers, you know, we were always writing. Um, but yeah. that was kind of before I really knew. We didn't really know what we were doing at the time. You know, we were just buddies writing. Um, yeah. Nowadays, I would really love to, you know, collab with him now that we're older and 
you know, we're a lot more serious about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Actually get on and make a song together. And- oh man. It's, I got, I got a couple songs that I think he would, that would be number ones for him, but it's just one of the things, you know, it's, it's just kind of, <laughs> Hey man, you want to record this? I mean, he's got a hundred songs that he wants to record, you know? Oh uh, yeah. And it's like how many other people have that exact same ideology? Exactly. Well, I'm, I know Luke and I write, you know what I mean? It's just like, you got, <laughs> yeah. it all has to line up just right. And we just haven't had that um, happen, but hopefully in the future it does. Yeah. Well, I hope it does. I mean, that'd be a great song, t- song set up and everything. Mm-hmm. So you've been, uh, back to the hunting part, you were hunting, been hunting deer. Uh, have you went anywhere else other than Indiana for hunt and Ohio for hunting or if you, you hunted anything else, but whitetail, uh, uh other than whitetail, that's it. Um, <laughs> I went to Ohio, uh, it was really my only out of state. I guess I have hunted in Kentucky a few times. Um, but this year I'm definitely, I'm going to do, uh, I got South Carolina, uh, I got a buddy down there. It's going to let me come down Uh buddy in Tennessee, uh, Illinois and Kentucky. So I'm going to try to kill uh, a few bucks this year. If, if all goes right. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, uh, hopefully you get one that's uh, close to moose and we know I ain't going to be <laughs> as big as moose. Yeah. Seeing it's- that. Seeing uh, him reminds me of my father-in-law's buck. He was 178 and 3.8, so. Wow. Yeah, that was after drying. He was actually 191. Oh, really? I believe so. Wow. I'd have to check That's again, a monster. But, yeah, he makes my uh, 141 look like a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I, I thought mine was a tank to begin with. He was 200, I think he was about 250 pounds. He was my size. Oh, wow. That's a big deer. Yeah, his liver was the size of a dinner plate and three inches thick. Oh, my. Two-pound heart. Wow. So, how big was Moose's liver? <laughs> I don't know. I cut it out in the, uh, whenever I was gutting him. Uh, it, it was laying in the... Uh, the gut pile. Yeah, it was laying in the gut pile. I actually cut... I actually, whenever I was... Didn't have the best uh, flashlights... And I cut out one of his inside hanging tenderloins, which I'm still ticked off about because I'd love to fry uh, that up right now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you keep the heart and eat that? or? No, nah, we always just uh, gut that out too. Just cut all the insides out and, and leave them lay mm-hmm. in the uh, woods. I know a good stir fry for that. Well, no, my, ver- my, my, my version of a stir fry. Sorry. <laughs> my buddy's been, you know, they all eat the heart. I just, I, we never have for some reason. I don't know why dad never has. I mean, you'd think, uh, but yeah, my father-in-law never did either. And I, I saw somebody cooking up a heart one time. I'm like, I'm going to try that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. First, my first go with a uh, deer heart was trying to bread it, which I'll admit I'm not the best when it comes to breading things for frying. So it was, not good but then i just cut them up in the small cubes and then put them in with a stir fry of vegetables and mm-hmm. trying to go asian-ish oh yeah uh, yeah and so that was my first iteration i literally was able to get two stir fries out of one heart oh hell yeah and good the eat. second yeah uh, the second one i'm like sweetheart this is venison meat it's and good. she's like 
Yeah, it's good. <laughs> Two hours later after she ate it. Was it good? Yeah, it was the heart. Yeah, it was the heart. <laughs> you know you like it. Oh, she liked it. She she was still angry at me, though. Oh, yeah. I guarantee it. Yeah. So that was fun and all that work. But uh, what else did you do with him, uh, with Moose? Uh, how did you get into contact with um, Meat Eater is what I'm saying. Oh, with Meat Eater? Yeah. Um, well, that the evening I killed the deer, you know, I, I didn't even post nothing. I just... Um, you know, I waited till the next day because I had made a tweet um, that I killed. I assumed the number one typical in Indiana, 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 because my buddies had scored it, and they're like, "Dude, this this is like the Indiana state record." You know, we're just like, and I didn't believe them at first until I started googling yeah. and stuff. I'm like, "Oh shoot, man, this this might be." So I just made a post on Twitter and. Um, you know, said, Hey, I think I killed the biggest deer, no pictures. And then my buddy Ray Fulcher, who's on tour with Luke, uh, texted me and was like, Hey, send me pictures of this deer that you said you killed. So I sent him pictures. Luke calls me that night. And, uh, yeah, ever since then he was like, Hey man, I'm going to, you know, make some phone calls for you. Um, and then the next morning he called me and said, Hey, uh, Spencer Newharth from meat eater is going to be calling you here soon. Just wanted to give you a heads up. And then that's when Spencer called me and then, uh, ever since then, he's just kind of been my, you know, guy I'll ask for if any, any questions I have about the business side of it or just anything, just cause you know, I'm just a redneck. It goes deer hunting. <laughs> I didn't know anything about it. Right. I yeah. usually like to use the term for, uh, since my dad's from Kentucky, uh, born from Kentucky and whatnot, my grandmother from there too is like, I, I, I like to classify myself because my mom's a, a Hoosier born and I was, my father's Kentucky. I'm a Hoosier Billy. Yep. Hoosier Billy. That's exactly right. Kentucky <laughs> and or Kentuckiana is what yeah, right. Kentuckiana line is what I grew up on. <laughs> nice. Kentuckiana and a Hoosier Billy. Yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I know we discussed it a little bit earlier, but you wanted, you, you hunted uh moose with a crossbow. Yes. And, uh, I remember re hearing about how you had a shoulder injury. Yeah. So it's, it's not really an injury. I have, um, two growth growths growing on my back, right shoulder. Um, the first one I started feeling it when I was probably around 24, so mm -hmm. probably four or five years ago. And it really didn't bother me until the second one started growing up on just a little above it. And I think it's growing on some nerves or something, but so I went and bought a crossbow and I was a compound hunter for, I bought my first compound when I was 14 years old, um, which was a Bowtech diamond. And then yeah. I bought, uh, whenever I was 17, I bought a Bowtech tech 29, you know, killed yeah. a lot of deer up till I was 23, 24. Um, you know, I, people always ask me, well, you can shoot a bow. It's like, I can shoot a bow sometimes. Yeah. Not, not all the time. It just depends on my day. You know, some days I can, you know, or some at some points, whenever I am shooting, it'll just catch. It just, it catches like a hinge, man. And, um, so I just went to crossbow cause I don't really care what, you know, somebody else's uses. I didn't even know there was like a, what do you call like fight against crossbow and compound? Like I just go deer hunting cause I love it. And that was the only right. way that I could, um, go in the, just because I didn't know if I could or couldn't draw back on a deer if, if the time yeah. came, you know, 
Yeah. So you got two bone growths on your shoulder. Yeah. Yep. And I could, you know, I've been to the doctor two or three times. It's just two cysts growing on back there and they said it's not cancerous. So, you know, my thing is I don't really want to, it doesn't bother me all the time. You know, I can't compound hunt just because I have to get it all the way back there, but I have started to shoot some recurve on occasions because I, I just have to come to right here and it, I don't have to really bring it all the way back. So yeah, I'm, you only have to, yeah. So I, I actually, push more yeah, and it, it'll catch, it, it does catch on occasions, but not as much as I was whenever I was shooting compound. Um, yeah. so I am going to try recurve this year along with <laughs> my con or with my crossbow, just, you know what I mean? It's just, it's so funny that it is like a, a thing, you know, to some hunters. Yeah. Now, uh, did you, uh, what broadheads do you use for your crossbow? I use the rage rage two blade. Mm. Yeah. I've been using muzzies, which I'm switching out this year. You don't like muzzies. Oh, I love the muzzies, but I've noticed something about them. Uh, when they're going unbelievably fast, they will do damage. Yeah. And these are just the regular three blade replaceable trocars. Yeah. Uh, it's, when you're trying to like dispatch an animal with it, with just your own pure blunt force, yeah, they will not penetrate skin. Really? They won't penetrate the hide. Hmm. Those, those tips don't do Jack. Wow. Yeah. And I didn't even think about that till then. I mean, with the rage, you're using the hypodermics, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So those, you know, they pop open and they're already like a bullet tip anyways. And then they just yeah, blade up. But yeah, those trocars, and I've been having issues with ble blood trail with that every time. And I shoot from an ele slightly elevated ground blind, so mm -hmm. not having the ability to track is not fun. Oh yeah, yeah. I the I've always been the Rage Two Blades. What I've always used actually, whenever I was compound hunting, I always shot the Thunderheads. Yeah, hundred grain Thunderheads. That's just what Dad always used. But when I went to crossbow i uh started using the two those two blade rages but this past season my nephew shot a buck and only one side opened up and that was we had to track that thing into the next morning 600 plus yards dude it was just but that's the only time i ever had one mess up so i mean yeah. i'm gonna keep using them but i'm gonna try some other stuff too just to try it yeah out. i know i bought some broadheads from um some guys at the archery trade show I want to use this year. They seem like they would work out. And I'd like to get some uh, single bevel style broadheads. You know what I mean? For mm -hmm. actually seeing if they work out versus uh, you happen to use the more robust uh, four or five blade broadheads. Yeah. So when you got your buck and I know we're moving ahead a little bit, uh, when you got your buck and you were trying to report it for Boone and Crockett, did you try Pope and Young or were you just told, no, can't do it? Yeah, I was just, uh, well, I just looked up, you know, what, what I was allowed to enter in and Pope and Young just said, uh, you know, recurve and, uh, compounds and then Boone and Crockett accepted, you know, crossbow as a, you know, firearm and all that stuff. So that one was the only one that I, you know, Pope and Young and I really didn't even know much about them. Like, you know, I, I've, you know, you, you talk about it as a deer hunt, but like 
as far as qualifications and all this stuff, I didn't know, you know, just because in my head, I'm probably not ever going to kill one. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, so then whenever you do, you're trying to read all this stuff and what you can. And then, you know, I figured out that I could only enter it in Boone and Crockett, which is fine with me. Um, all right. So got it in there. And yeah, it was just, it's nuts. <laughs> Yeah, I know they got a lot of restrictions that you don't think about very often, but mm-hmm. yep. Well, at least you got one in uh, Boone and Crockett, which is nice. Yep, in one of the books. Right. So, uh, who measured it for you? Uh, so the official score uh, is a guy named David Wellman. Hmm. Um. So he was the official score after the sixty days. I had a bunch of people, you know, my buddies and stuff, score it whenever I before the 60 days, just cause we were trying to figure out, you know, what, what yeah. everybody was getting, but the official score, he was actually from, I think Minnesota. Dang. Um, so yeah, he, he flew in, came all the way down and, uh, yeah, it was, it was a huge thing even like, cause there was so much controversy with it. The Boone and Crockett, um, scores like the directors, like the assistant director, the VP, they all had to fly in too because there was just so many rumors going around that this deer didn't score this. So they ended up flying in uh, for, yeah, right. for a second uh, scoring measurement type thing. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't try to get one a guy from Indiana to do it because I when I had my buck scored, it was from a guy in Indiana, and that oddly enough, a friend of mine from high school's son married. So that was kind of cool. oh really? Yeah, it was it was one of the things. So like from what I was getting from other people is like, you don't want to just let anybody score this deer because like, you know, it's, it's, you need, so I had to get a guy that has been scoring for 47 years, you know, those guys, they just, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of stuff in the, you know, just score. It's subjective on other scores too. You know what I mean? So you want a guy that's been doing it for, 40 years instead of a guy that's been doing it for just a year or something, you know, who's, who's, yeah. old, you know, monster deer and not just 150, 160 class deer. Yeah. I know the guy that scored mine, he's been doing it for 20 some years. So, Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. He can score for Boone and Crockett, Pope and Young, Indiana. I think there's one more out there. I mean, yeah, he literally was the only guy on the list, which I got from the trade show we were at. Yeah. That literally, he, literally, he was the only one, and he was literally twenty minutes away from me. And I know I just used that word too many times. <laughs> <laughs> yes, everybody knows I get up at three a.m., so I've been awake for a while. Been awake for a while. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, do you plan on hunting anything other than turkey and whitetail in the near future? Ah, uh, man, I, I don't know about near future, but one day I'm, I want to go elk hunting and I want to kill moose. I mean, obviously a mule deer too. I mean, any, anything out West, I just want to, I want to go out there and just try to, you know, mm. I, I think that those would look good on the wall and, you know, fill the freezer up. I just want right. to, I've heard elk is so good. Um, you know, I want to shoot a bear. I heard bears good too. And, mm-hmm. um, just got to cook it to a certain, uh, 160 minute 160 165 minimum yeah (laughs) yeah so what are you thinking about two years from now planning on trip or yeah i mean i cost a lot of money to go out there oh i know so yeah it'll probably be down the road it'll be later um 
than sooner. Rather, you know? Yeah, right. Later than sooner. Yeah, r- later rather than sooner. <laughs> uh, but yeah, one of these days, hopefully, I'll get out there. Um, you know, yeah. I've had a couple people ask, like, "Hey, man, you come out here?" It's like, well, it ain't cheap to just go out there. So. Yeah, I mean, over the counter tags. I think I've added up for people coming to Indiana. They're paying. God, what was it like? Six hundred dollars for a state tag. Yeah, six or seven. I don't know. I re- can't remember now. It's like oh, it's how nice. much? Oh, I know. Nice. Out of state tags is not cheap. Mm-hmm. Then you got attacking gas, travel, wear and tear. Oh, everything, food, all that stuff, and places to stay. If you got, mm-hmm. a, if you're lucky enough to have a place to stay, or if you got to get somewhere, it's just. I mean, you're you're looking at a few thousand dollars. Just in one trip, it's like, oh yeah, that's you're like that's living money. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, this ain't gonna be so bad. We'll just buy the tag several years, uh, several day, months down the road, mm-hmm. and go out there, and then don't <coughs> add up the fact that it costs you six hundred dollars just to get out there, and yep, another four or five to get them back. Yep, I remember uh, hearing about uh, from another podcast. Actually, I just had guest air on one of my podcasts about how uh they were talking to a guy who went from indianapolis drove all the way out to i think it was colorado Mm -hmm. in one day and then started scouting that day and then went to sleep woke up and hunted and i think it was another two days and then finally bagged a uh, cow and then he was literally backpacking it down over and over again. And then he got some help, but yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he drove back, but he only did, he drove back in two days versus one day. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, no, thank you. If I'm going to drive, I'll stop and sleep. Yep. That's, that's, uh, I'm actually getting married next month in May and we're going to, we're driving out to Colorado and uh we're gonna we're gonna split it up into two two days and stop in like you know kansas or missouri and then mm-hmm. head the rest of the way but there's no way i can do it in one day now congratulations by the way what day you get married may 27th nice yep well it should be uh in you're having an indoor or outdoor outdoor yeah we're gonna we're gonna do it out in the mountains Oh, nice. Yep. I pray that the weather is very pleasant for you guys. <laughs> That's what we're hoping to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When my wife and I got married, we got married outdoors. We had rented a tent and everything and set it up. And the day before, heavy downpour. Day of sunshine. But it's slight sloppy. breeze. <laughs> oh, it was slight breeze. Beautiful. The next day, rain again. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, this is nice. Mm-hmm. You don't think about that till it happens. Yeah. And yeah, it's like, wow. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping it's gonna be decent weather out there for, you know, almost June. Hopefully it'll be uh decent. Hopefully no rain or snow or anything. Yeah. So when did you you said you tweeted it out? I I am not on Twitter much, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Is Twitter much different than every other social media site you think? 
Pretty much. You just, I mean, usually a tweet is just words, but you can post pictures to your tweets also. But my tweet was just, you know, I just tweeted words and was like, hey, I think I killed the number one uh, typical yeah. whitetail in Indiana. And that was it. It was just like a, a thought just going on a, you know. Yeah. How fast did that fly out there and get viral? Well, that one didn't. There was just a few people hitting that. And then Ray, like I said, he texted me and was asking for the pictures. And then that's when I sent the pictures. So the next the next morning isn't until I actually posted, you know, the yeah. pictures. Because Luke was like, Luke told me that evening. He was like, don't don't post anything until I talk with Meat Eater. So then yeah. the, next, the next day is whenever I started to, you know. That's cool. Yeah, get everything aligned. And then that's whenever he was like, all right, you can release it now. We're going to release the story in a few hours, blah, blah, blah. And then it just kind of started taking off from there. Nice. That was, uh, I've got to ask this about uh, down in Tennessee, not Tennessee. Yeah, it's Tennessee, right? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Uh, yeah, you just meet anybody else other than Luke Combs in terms of uh, famous musicians? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you you always run into people. I've shoot, there's too many to count, but you know, Chris Young, Cole Swindell, uh, Laney Wilson. I mean, I know all those guys. Um, trying to think of, there's a lot. I mean, I I was down there from 19 to about 24, 25 or so. I met a lot of. You know, just going into bars, there, there's always big songwriters or big artists, you know, in the bars. Um, so just meeting those guys um, and, you know, being I got to travel with Luke many times. So, like, I got to hang out with Jason Aldean. That was a cool one just because, you know, he was like in high, when I was in high school, like Jason Aldean was like, oh, man, this guy. He was the guy I was listening to in my truck, you know. Nice. So it was cool to meet a guy like that. And he, you know, he was really respectful respectful and was like you asked me like, hey man how you doing um whenever i was just i was just on you know tour with luke not even we were just hanging out and he was like everybody's treating you well i said yeah you know and he was just like making sure everybody was i said yeah dude like he was just a cool guy i was like hell yeah nice but, yeah now do you do singing and songwriters your full time or that part time i mean it's it's full time i mean it's just what i i don't really have a full time anything. I just kind of, yeah, I kind of wing things really, you know, it's just, I write songs every day or I'm, I'm pitching songs to somebody or, you know, mm -hmm. or, or I'm, I travel down to Nashville to record songs or just kind of, you know, feeling, I guess, I don't know what you would call it. I guess it's full time. All right. Yeah. I do sing and songwriting full time and yeah. Then I uh, just deer on occasions. All right. Yeah. You you plan on going warfowl hunting this year or not? Or man, I, I have a lot of buddies asking me. I've never been, but that's another thing that I would I'd love to just dad never did it. So, you know, the only the only hunting I do is what dad taught me how to do. So right. um well. I know I've done morning dove hunting and successfully wasted a box and a half on one dove. Hell yeah. <laughs> and every time I went waterfowl hunting, uh, none of them showed up. So just for freezing, the, freezing yeah, right. cold. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, that's I, my thing. I, here's my thing. Duck hunting, you know, dove hunting be fun because it's still warm out. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. My thing with duck hunting is and goose hunting like it's cold, man. And like, 
I don't mind it, but like if I'm gonna kill something, it's gonna be a deer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If it's it's a bird, like that's fun and stuff. But like, yeah, I don't know. I just the way I think. Well, it's cool about some of the stuff for waterfowl is like the waders. They're insulated like our boots, except they go all the way up your body. Yeah. And then unless you got leaks, then you're having real issues. Yeah. But then what I was do is then I I put on like a nice thick overcoat like my hunting jacket and just put that up and mm-hmm. okay and I got some neoprene insulated glove fingered gloves for this year so that way my hands actually stay dry <laughs> so yeah it's just me trying to do more and more and more so mm-hmm. and I, I know they do have some duck seasons and warmer weather i know that yeah or you can do goose hunting which is literally you're sitting in your hunting gear waiting for geese to show up in a field yeah so i got buddies that do that and like i said i was like i'd, I'd love to shoot one i mean anytime right. man, I'll, I'll come i'll come pull a trigger on something all right what type of shot do you use then shotgun yeah i got a 20 gauge mossberg I got a Benelli Supernova 12. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I got an 870 Express, too. That was what I used to use, um, you know, just shooting birds or uh, killed a deer, you know, throw the slug barrel on it, kill deer with mm-hmm. it whenever I was in high school. But, um, yeah, I don't just like, you know, I've never – I never really have to use shotgun just because – well, this year I will because I'm going turkey hunting, but – Mm-hmm. You know, I just, I always, for deer hunting, it's either my 30-30 crossbow um, or my muzzleloader. I usually don't use a shotgun. Um, I've killed probably more deer than, with a muzzleloader. I've killed more deer with a muzzleloader than anything. Yeah, that's the way my father-in-law was before he had to stop hunting. His was health issues, but mm-hmm. he's still around. But yeah, I, so he, I inherited his, uh, two muzzle loaders and then I just recently purchased my own muzzle loader. So that one, I'm hoping to break that one in because, you know, brand new, beautiful. I'm, I can't wait to try it out. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> At least to get it all fired up and ready to go. Yeah. I'm still using the same. Uh, it's called a Traditions Yukon. I got it. Yeah. I got it in seventh grade. I'm still using the same one from seventh grade. Wow. Yep. Now that's nice. I was just having some issues cleaning the, getting the, you know, firing. Oh, you got Lord, the primer out with those older models, and so I switched to this one. You know, just testing out, not firing it, obviously, because my mm-hmm. wife would not want me firing a pri- primer in the house, and neither would I. Yep. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah so where in you where you guys are going out to colorado what are you doing out there for your wedding i know i'm jumping all over the place oh uh, i mean we're just gonna go out there so we were gonna just get you know eloped or whatever you call it um yeah. just me and her but then we our family was like well we want to be there so uh we invited 25 of our closest family on each side so it's just going to be a really small like it's not, you know, we're not doing it traditional at all. It's just, oh know, yeah, we're going out to Colorado, say I do, kiss each other, you know, <laughs> give each other rings like 
you know, we've been living together for, I don't know, three years now. So like in our mind, like we kind of are married, like, so you know what I mean? Like, right. Anyways, we're just going to go out there and we're going to get married, let our family see us, um, you know, do the whole dress up thing. And then, uh, yeah, we're just going to stay out there for our honeymoon for like three or four days and travel. Go fishing. Go fit. Yeah. I'm going to do some golf and fishing, just, just a bunch of different stuff, but I just want to, you know, I love, we've, we've been to Denver like two or three different times that we've been together for the five years we've been together and yeah, just kind of a, a spot we like to go. So we're actually never- going to Blackhawk, which nice. is like, you know, an hour to the West of Denver, but yeah. The farthest I've went out West is Missouri. Oh, really? And that was in the seventh grade. <laughs> seventh grade. So let's see. I graduated in 03 uh, high school. So, and my 20 year is literally this year for that. So that was probably over 23, no, 20, 25 years ago. Oh, wow. Yep. Yeah. I hate being able to say two decades now. <laughs> uh, so do you want to tell everybody how to reach you? Uh, like on socials and stuff. Yeah. Social media. Yeah. Um, you can find me at the Huff Buck, uh, pretty much on Facebook, Instagram. Um, and then I have a website, the Um, and I got some, hats and starting a, a brand like apparel side of the the puff buck and uh you know just trying to get the what i was telling you earlier about just the good old boy that goes deer hunting i think that's a really unique brand that's not getting attention in our world because everybody's following the celebrities or you know all this the tv mm-hmm. person which is fine but it's this is for the the good old boys just the guys that go hunt on 10 acres or 50 acres or you know five acres whatever it is we just love to go deer hunting mm-hmm. yep well thank you for coming on and being a guest man it's been a fun one for sure especially oh, yeah. being a fellow hoosier and hope to have you on in the near future or whatnot and yeah for sure man oh yeah well remember everyone uh thank you for listening and stay adaptive yep